Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, if it is your first time tuning into the show, uh, again, welcome. Uh, glad to have everybody here. Uh, if you're not in the chat room and you are listening live, you might want to jump in the chat room also. There's a lot of conversation and things that go on in uh, our chat room. So uh, <laughs> you're also welcome to uh, post comments and questions and various things in the chat room itself. Anyway, uh, this is our, our first show of the new month. So uh, in following format, I am going to read my monthly column. Uh, appropriate for the show, of course. The show is called Snake Oil Radio, and I read a monthly column called Snake Oil. And uh, that's actually uh, going out to about 800 people now. So if you're not already on my mailing list, email me at VenturSage at Yahoo.com or VenturWords at Mac.com. And uh, hop in uh, on the uh, free newsletter. Um, anyway, so the first show of the month, I always like to read the column, and then I want to talk a bit about it. Um, so just in following format today, uh, I know I see I got a couple of people popping in the chat room. Hello, everyone, and I've even got two callers already. So uh, I'm going to get to callers, but again, uh, our, our format for the first show of the month is we spend about the first 20 minutes to a half hour. Uh, talking about the monthly column before I go into personal questions, but we will have about 15 minutes or so toward the end of the show to do that as well. So I ask if you're in the uh, on the phone waiting list to be patient, uh, and I will get uh, those phone questions and comments in order as they come in. Uh, a little background on me: I'm Jim Ventura. Um, exactly. Thank you, Bluesy G. Right, first time it's sh- first time uh, for chatter for you. Welcome. Uh, anyway, uh, normally there's a few people that catch my show. They'll probably pop in as we go here. Uh, again, I'm Jim Ventura. I am a what I like to call a navigational consultant. Meaning my expertise is in astrology and numerology and tarot and runestones and animal cards. I've got quite a few oracles that I have mastered. I do do personal sessions with people uh, by phone and in person here in Phoenix. And uh, anyone who uh, is, is interested in that can get that information on my website. All that's on the page post, by the way, guys. Uh, so you're absolutely welcome to check out any info that way and uh, look into booking private sessions. Um, also, um, I am an author. Uh, I published my first book a few years back called Dirty Little Secrets. So all that info is available on the website too, Dirty Little Secrets by Jim Ventura. You can catch it on the uh, on the on Amazon or on my web link if you want to get a copy directly. Because uh, I can, if you order it directly from me, I also can sign the book for you. And I'm actually in the way to publishing a second book called Snake Oil Volume One. I've actually been doing the column for about um, wow, about seven years now, almost eight, which is mind-boggling. Anyway, so uh, in, in getting to our, uh, our 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 point here, I'm gonna I'm gonna read my column. I'm gonna talk about it for a few minutes, and again. I am going to open up the uh, phone lines a little while after that. So this column, this month's column is called Crippling Fear. I ran a promotion to boost my business through a Groupon-type service a few months ago. The ad was for phone sessions where I did astrological chart interpretations. It was very successful. I sold more than I expected, and the company that did the promotion did a great job. I had to work for an extremely discounted rate for a few months, but I enjoyed working with many of the new clients. 
majority of the purchase gift certificates for the sessions were redeemed in late February and March. So, during the time of Pisces, I found myself willingly sacrificing by working for very little money while bringing in many new clients at the same time. The entire process is a perfect representation of the positive side of Pisces. I enjoy doing astrological chart readings, and I love to show people how tremendously beneficial astrology can be when you understand its influence. Overall, it was a successful endeavor. The company that ran the promotion as a, uh, initially as a phone consultation, but the majority of people who purchased it were local Phoenix residents. It made more sense for most of them to come to my home office, so the majority did. One woman drove all the way from a town that is about 45 to 60 minutes away for her session. When she punctually rang my doorbell, she stood a few feet away from the door and hesitated to enter when I said hello. She was clearly nervous about entering my home. It is extremely rare, but I did have a similar thing occur once before around six years ago. In both cases, the female clients had never met me before and reacted with discomfort. It is understandable at some levels that anyone should be cautious about stepping into the home of someone they don't know. And when a 200-pound, shaved-head, muscular man opens the door, it could make some women nervous. Yet her caution and her fear response in this case was definitely extreme and phobic. I attempted to calm Felicia and told her that she had nothing to worry about. I humorously conveyed to her that I had no plans to attack her. I had not set up an elaborate 18-year business with hundreds of clients as a smokescreen to lure women in so I could, have my, I could rob them or have my way with them. I tried to ease her nervousness by making her laugh and made it clear that she couldn't be safer. Still, she didn't hear anything I was saying. She nervously said, I am far away from home and I don't know where I am and that makes me nervous. I've really had a rough morning and I'm just tired from the drive and I should just go home. I think it would be better if I did a session by phone sometime. At the same time, she was concerned about hurting my feelings. She is a water sign. I truthfully told her that I was not hurt, just more surprised. After a while, I gave up attempting to sway her to come in and have the session, so I just gave her directions on how to get back on the freeway so she could get home. It was odd to me that someone would drive so far from home and then turn around and leave. The energy of her fear was palpable. It was so strong that it took hours before I could clear it from my home, and she never even stepped through the door. She was a clear example of someone caught in the grips of illogical and crippling fear. She may have had past experiences where she was attacked before. She may simply have watched too many scary movies and been taught that men were dangerous. A friend or family member may have planted a seed of fear. Whatever the case, her fear was clearly stronger and more influential than her intuition. Anyone, almost anyone who meets me typically feels comfortable around me fairly quickly. I'm big physically and energetically, but also a teddy bear, Jupiter, in Taurus on my ascendant. That's for all the astrology people that would understand that. <laughs> Most people, children, dogs, and cats, gravitate to me quickly and often feel safe around me. Felicia's fear wasn't about me. It was about a phobic fear and response that was not about the actual current event. She was running fear tapes and wasn't truly present during our encounter. 
This story and similar types of crippling fears are often due to past programming. Some people have trouble letting go of traumatic past events. Continuous tapes of negative scripts and possibilities are mentally replayed. This creates an obsession with the possibility that something bad could either happen or happen again. The majority of people who do this type of thing are actually quite creative. Their imaginations are strong and their visualization, visualization skills are tremendously polished. The problem is that they use their powerful imaginations to fantasize about dire possibilities. If they do this consistently enough, they will inevitably physically manifest some aspects of these negative stories. Afterwards, they'll validate their wisdom at being prepared or that they knew something like this would occur someday. It doesn't take a lot of effort to manifest. It does take a lot of effort to manifest horrible, uh, terrible things. Uh, this is why the majority of things we fear might happen do not actually ever take place. You really have to work diligently at fearing negative things to make them a reality. In extreme cases, when fear programming consumes too much of a person's life force, time, and energy, the issue will move into the body itself. I've seen some fascinating things that people's bodies have adapted to become. I've witnessed a number of individuals whose bodies lean tremendously to the left or the right. People with hips that jut out further in one direction. I've seen many interesting body adaptations in my time. Sometimes when I see people that are physically crippled, I wonder where and how they became this way. I'm curious if they were born that way or they became crippled later on in life. In cases where people are born with a phys physical disability, fear and negative beliefs from this life have absolutely nothing to do with how they became handicapped. People born with handicaps are often choosing, before birth, from a higher self-perspective to experience a lifetime with a challenge in order to explore this option. Sometimes the experience resolves karma. Often they are tremendously strong people who are powerful teachers and healers. The challenge to overcome a handicap or to learn to live a happy life in spite of one is often tremendously inspirational to everyone around them. But in the case of minor or major crippling effects that come later, more often than not, these are the results of painful events of fear and dread that stayed lodged in the psyche for long periods of time. The trap repetitive fears become physical limitations. The universe is designed to continually offer opportunities for us to let go of traumatic past experiences and fear programming. There are therapists, counselors, support groups, loving friends and family members, pets, and a host of other positive guides that will offer help in learning how to feel safe and to trust again. Our bodies, our mind, and spirit are intricately connected. We cannot separate one from the other. Mental and emotional difficulties that the mind or heart cannot resolve will inevitably show up in the physical body. It can be hard to let go of crippling fear. Sometimes the traumas that, traumas that cause the fear taste for real experiences that were horrifying to go through. Still, they can be resolved. We can learn to break free from fear programming. People do it all the time. I fell for Felicia. I've had a few times in my past when I was crippled with fear. I know what this feels like. I also know how to work through these fears and release them from my mind and my consciousness. Felicia called me a few days later and had her astrological phone consultation. She apologized profusely and said she enjoyed the phone session. Maybe it helped her release some of her crippling fear and she can direct her powerful creative energy into thoughts of peace and safety. 
If I wasn't successful, then other opportunities will come along for her. Our higher selves always push us toward opportunities for growth and enlightenment. It is still always up to us to make a decision to listen and let go of living in fear. Okay, so that is my monthly column. Uh, let me uh, welcome everybody into the uh, chat room and who's listening live. I'm going to open up the phone lines in about 10 minutes, and I'm gonna, I've got two people already in the phone docket. So you know, give me a little bit, guys, and I will eventually take comments and questions. Um, but you're all certainly welcome to open your big mouths while you are in the uh, chat room. <laughs> That's appreciated. So anyway, hello to uh, Bluesy G, Joanne Daly, and to my uh, my good friend One Love Five Five Five. Good to see you guys and anyone else who may be listening live. You know, I, I do my monthly newsletter, and I, I added another little sort of thing to this, that a quote that I found from Thomas Jefferson, and the quote is, "How much pain have cost us the evils which have never happened." And uh, interesting, very simplistic quote, but definitely a good one, and very much tied in with what I'm, I, uh, you know, happily am talking about today. In that sense, because we really, really do, uh, for many of us, it's very easy to get caught up in in fear and 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 in mental tapes that run the negative. In that sense, especially when we have physically, emotionally, psychologically dealt with difficult issues in the past, of course. But also, I mean, a big chunk of this, again, is, is a fear that a lot of people have about what will happen or what if something happens. You know, I always remind everyone that the good news in that sense is really, you know, if you think about this, most of the terrible things you've worried about or fantasized about as being possible in your life, if you look back, no matter how old you are, you'll find that the majority of things that you might have worried about actually never occurred. It's kind of one of the good news or, or the good things about life in it in that sense. Because even when crappy things occur, and, and you know, let's not kid ourselves, crappy things occur, there's always a blessing in it in, in, in almost all situations in that sense, except on the extreme, extreme end of things. Sometimes it's harder to see the benefits that come out of it in that sense. So, uh, you know, in this case, in, in the piece I was talking about with this uh, woman, uh, she was in her, her mid-40s, and um, Scorpio, of course, I'm not going to use her, her real name in that sense, and, and very creative, very likable person in that sense, but clearly she was absolutely kind of psycho-gripped with terror. It was very interesting to watch her sort of trembling on my doorstep. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I really felt for her at the same time, but I have to laugh because uh, anybody who knows me understands that while I'm truly a big mouth Sagittarius um, you know, I'm a kind human being. I mean, I never hurt anybody. I have no interest in such things. I've got a Libra moon and I've got a Taurus rise. You know what I mean? I'm I'm pretty mellow human being in that sense. So anyway, I had to laugh at her uh, her discomfort on my doorstep in that sense. And she did. I almost was going to say, uh, if you want to do the session by phone, I guess you could go back to your car and then call me from your car. But I actually was holding back my, my wise-assness in that sense because I knew she was struggling. Uh, and I, you know what I mean. I, I, I get it in that sense. She doesn't know me. You know, she probably left the house, and her her mother or a, you know sibling or something said, "You're going to drive over to see some dude and get an astrology reading from him. You don't even know who this guy is. What if he? What if he? You know what I mean? So she probably got some of that. Maybe she, uh, you know, maybe she didn't get any feed, and it was just something that was it was connecting with a past fear. Uh, you know, whatever the case, um, it was a little bit of a bizarre response in that sense, but an understandable one. 
And, you know, and as usual, let me kind of point this out with the point of the column in that sense. As I always tell everybody, you know, when you ever, you know, when you, when you deal with difficult events, whether they're real ones or ones that you're worrying about in that sense, I think what we have to understand, too, is you have to kind of remember also that the more you feed a fear, uh, the more you feed a fear, the more you uh, or, or energize a terror in that sense. In actuality, you may bring that experience to you uh, because, you know, our higher self is kind of weird this way. It wants us to really evolve and often grow neutral in the best possible sense of that way toward the issues and things that we're fearful of. That's really a big part of how karma works. So, uh, you know, for instance, if, you know, your ultimate terror, and I'll use a very extreme example of this, if your ultimate terror is that you maybe you say you're a prejudiced person at some level and you've had bad experiences with, uh, you know, American Indians or Asians or white people or, you know, I mean, whatever the situation is, and your ultimate fear is that what if my child um, uh, marries someone that's the wrong race or a race or a person that I don't like or your ultimate fear in that sense is that, you know, maybe you're, oh, my God, what if my kid was gay or what? You know, if, if, if we put a tremendous amount of energy into fearing something, in that sense, uh, again, in some cases, we really should energize it almost to become an actual reality in that sense because there is so much feed that goes into that in that sense. Now, the funny thing is, is even if we energize it and create it in that sense, a lot of times, you know, you may find out that, uh, you know, the thing you feared actually turns out to be a blessing. So say your, you know, your, your child married someone of the theoretical quote-unquote wrong race, ridiculous idea but you know when people have them in that sense you may you may find out that the people in that race are amazing and you may get an amazing daughter-in-law or son-in-law and you may get amazing grandchildren out of it and you know what i mean and you know you may have a fear that your kid's going to be gay or something like that and then you know you could find many many mothers who have gay daughters or gay sons that will do cartwheels over the benefit uh, that comes with that structure as well, too. So, again, a lot of times, what we, more cases than not, what we fear either never manifests or ends up turning out to be something that, in essence, could be beneficial for us in our own growth and our own evolution in the long run. And that's something that I think is very, very, very important for us to recognize. Um, you know, uh, for many of us, even in relationships, you know, you're, if you love someone and care about them and they, they break up with us or they don't deliver what we had ideally wanted them to in that sense, um, this can cause us great havoc. But, you know, I always like my proverbial joke that I've used many, time, uh, many times about how even, you know, all exes inevitably get hit with the ugly stick, which is that, you know, uh, I always go through this. After a while, so I, I break up with someone, a relationship doesn't work out. I always find it sort of funny that within a short period of time, I'm always like, oh, I don't like the way that they look. I don't like the way that they talk. I'm not attracted anymore. And, oh, you know what I mean? I don't, you know, I don't, I don't like the way that they smell or these all these little things that kind of come out. And then I'm starting to think, yeah, I was so upset about it emotionally or psychologically. And now I'm starting to think, you know, blessing in disguise, blessing in disguise. You know, and it's true because we will, we will hold so tightly to something that we want and, um, you know, what that often does show in people that do that, by the way, sometimes people, you know, I'm like this to some extent, too. I'm tremendously loyal. Like when I love someone, I care about them. I mean, there's a really, there's a tenacity there in that sense that I have. Taurus, 
Uh, Blue ZG, I'll make a comment on your comment about uh, about Taurus Moon or Taurus Rising really mellows someone. Absolutely. You can also be very, very possessive in the best possible sense of the word. But by the same token, um, you know, we hold tightly at times, and, and we forget that, you know, your higher self, your spirit guides, your angels, whatever your terminology for all of these things are, you know, often have a higher plan, and they may be leading us somewhere um, that we uh, we can't see and understand in that sense, and uh, that inevitably we will absolutely for our highest good, and will really ultimately be fulfilling and beneficial and positive in that sense, and I think it's something that I feel is uh, we have to trust it, even though we may not be able to see at the time how, uh, you know, how that can benefit us. You know, we always don't have privy to information in that sense and how something is necessarily going to go. Um, anyway, so all of this said, uh, you know, and, and kind of wrapping up this uh, particular subject in that sense, um, and then going to the phone lines here and, and some of the comments that we have kind of coming up. I think what, what this is key about in, in remembering is, listen, guys, really, really, focus on this in that sense. When you really, really get caught up in, in, in this kind of crippling fear, the key is to, to ask for release of it in that sense. One of the things that I have found that's been very, very effective when I'm fearful or angry or upset um, is uh, there's an archangel that you can work with called Uriel. And um, Archangel Uriel is kind of like the psychologist angel. It helps you to evolve, to grow, to release toxic thoughts and fears in that sense. Uh, very, very important thing to, uh, to contemplate and to consider in that sense. And always a reminder that angelic assistance will always come when you ask for it and you're patient about it and you allow it to, to nudge you and, and maneuver you in that sense. So this is a great angel to work with because there's a subtlety to it. But this angel can help you, again, really release these patterns and these fears that will come up in us. And they're natural and they're human. But we don't want to hold on to them for long. And the reason we don't want to hold on to them for long is, you know, I've said this before and I've discussed this in previous columns, as well, but you know, what, again, what is toxic in the mind and the heart that stays too long can inevitably become physical. Okay, so that said, um, that's the good news. You can get rid of it. You know, hug your dog, cuddle up with your cat, go hug a tree, <laughs> talk to someone kind, talk to someone nice, be open to having someone help you see things from a different perspective or to be loving uh, to you in that sense. And this can be very, very, very transformative. Okay, I mean, there's no total safety in life, guys. You know what I mean? That, that we, we all need a certain amount of risk. I think the key is to take healthy risk in that sense. All right, this is it. I want to, um, again, I wanna, I'm going to go to the phone lines now. I've already got a couple people waiting, so we're going to have to probably keep our, our, our questions to about five minutes or so to make sure everybody gets an opportunity to talk. But um, welcome, everybody, in the, uh, in the chat room. If I haven't already said hello um, to you, welcome, uh, Rainbow Wisher. Interesting names we have in the chat room, by the way. Okay, so welcome, everybody, and uh, to my good friend, Joanne Daly, as well, too. Okay, let's get to the first phone question here, too. One of the things I would like to tell everybody is the phone number here is, uh, you might have to dial a 1, and then it's 646-200-3966. I've already got about three people waiting 
So um, uh, if you want to hop on, I may not be able to get to everybody today, but I'll do my best. I'll keep it to about five minutes. The show's only 45 minutes long. You know, at least remind everyone, I'm an Oracle um, reader navigational consultant, which means I'm going to give you some perception and insight, and I might pull an Oracle for you quickly to answer a question, but I always tell people I'm not a psychic. Um, I'm not predicting anything. I, you know, I get inclinations and dispositions and uh, directional arrows, but I remind everyone that you're the creator of your reality, and rea- reality may shift. Okay, let's get to my first caller here. Hello, 727. You are on air. Hi, I've never called. Hello. What's your name? Lisa. Lisa, how are you today, Lisa? Good, how are you? I'm just good. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate your patience and waiting. So, like I said, I want to uh, give you an opportunity to make a question, uh, ask a question, or make a comment. Like I said, I'm going to keep it to about five minutes or so, but we got a little time. So, uh, let me hear what you're uh, you're calling in about today. Um. Well, what what kind of readings do you do? Uh, I do uh, all kinds of readings. I work with tarot cards. I work with runestones, with animal cards, with uh, angel cards, all kinds of things. So, you know, uh, when I do private sessions with people, of course, there's more time to to go into um, uh, uh, go into more detail, of course. But for a quick question, I'll, I'll you know I'm going to just intuitively pick an oracle and, and give you kind of a, a couple minute answer that way. So. Anyway, that said, um, what, what's your question? Um, well, is it? Do you have any messages for me? Uh, no, no, no. I, I, well, I can, I can get one if that's what you want to do. Like I said, I'm not a psychic, so I, I actually work better when someone asks me a question. Oh, you're not psychic? No, I'm oh, a navigational okay. consultant. Right? Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, what do you see for my finances? All right. Okay, see, that's a good question. Okay, (laughs) give me a minute. I'm going to pull an oracle for you, and we'll see what we get. Okay, so what I did for you is I pulled two two tarot cards for you. I pulled a card from the past, and then I pulled a card for the near future. So, uh, you, and you asked about you asked about you know finances. I'm assuming that has to do with business, enterprise as well too, in that sense. But you know, money is money, in terms of that question. So, what comes up in the past position on the basis of matters? The two of wands reversed. So, two of wands reversed means that you've gone through a period where you were uh, where you were you're feeling some sense of often some sense of delay. A lot of times it can have to do with launching something and things not taking off the way you might have necessarily wanted them to in that sense. Sometimes it can feel like a period of waiting or a little bit of a frustration in that sense about what your move is. I sometimes call this the holding pattern card in that sense too because the two of wands in its upright position means kind of launching something or initiating something. Uh, when it comes up reverse, it can indicate difficulties with a launch or a delay in being able to do it or really to know which move to take in that sense as well. Uh, a future card within the next couple of weeks, though, comes up as the Four of Wands, which means uh, good news uh, in the cards because the Four of Wands means kind of peace and harmony and a beneficial sa- situation where things kind of even out. Um, the traditional imagery of the Four of Wands is they show the family dancing around the flagpoles. 
So there's a very good feeling about this card, like of, of opportunity and optimism that comes in again in that sense. So what I'm hearing intuitively in that sense is I keep hearing that your patience will pay off if you're patient a little bit longer oh, okay. in that sense. But have you been dealing with some frustration? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is, it with, is it within the work that you have now, or is it that you're, you're having trouble with work itself? Um, all of it, just waiting for yeah. certain things to come through. Yeah. Um, what I'm hearing at an intuitive level is, believe it or not, I'm actually hearing that there's actually movement and action by about um, uh, June 16th. Okay. So there's something within the next two weeks coming up. So I keep getting a message coming through, kind of a connective that, that kind of puts you on a somewhat better path at this point. The thing I'm hearing also is I, I feel like then it kind of sucks because there's a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> like I feel like you're behind, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- does that make sense? Uh, I think there's probably some uh, frustration around it already, and it's got me a little bit kind of in a, in, a, in a quandary. Anyway, but yeah, but I do feel like things are evening out in that sense. I'm hearing that the summer will improve kind of a lot, but then I just keep hearing that you have to catch up. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you're you welcome. so much. You, you, you're you're going to be okay. Just hang a little bit longer. Uh, you know, don't, like I said, don't do anything crazy. It's really funny because I'm, I'm literally going through the same thing. I had a very, very actually busy month, and then like the last week and a half, I've just been really slow. And it's making me nuts in that sense, yeah. aside from a financial angle, but also because I'm bored. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's dual in that sense as well. But, I, you know, I get your feeling you're sort of in the same boat. I see a shift that comes up in just a couple of weeks in that sense because I feel like July and August are really much stronger for you. I see money coming back in. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. Great talking to you, Lisa. Have a great day. Bye. All right, I'm going to hang out with Lisa and bring on my next caller here. All right, so 760, you are on air. You're live. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. My name's Good. Sherry. Who am I talking to? Sherry. I'm sorry, Terry? Sherry. Uh, how are you today? I'm fine, and I, I'd i like to know um, what what it is uh, my angels are helping me to do this month um, now that okay. we're in a new month. Good question. Good question. Okay, let's see what the angels are saying. Hold on, just give me a minute. One thing I do when I, uh, because I don't just like cold read, I always kind of pull an oracle to sort of my backup plan. It's a Taurus part of me that likes the practicality of it. So sometimes I have to pause and like pull out cards and shuffle them. So if you ever see me disappear for a minute or so, that's what I'm doing. So I'm going to do that for you. Hold on. Okay. Okay, so here's my here's what I'm getting. I pulled an angel card, and I asked her what the message was in that sense. So um, uh, one of the things that I am uh, I'm seeing here in in that respect is I feel like the, the card that came up is the ocean. So what that means is you're being asked to. Sometimes this is literal. It could be like going on vacation or going or stepping into a into the water at a physical level in that sense, um, whether it's even a bath or, you know what I mean, that need to kind of just step into water in the most literal way. But what I'm hearing and what I'm getting from this also is there's kind of a movement in your life in that sense in sort of a big way in a different direction. 
in that respect. And what I'm hearing about this is, is, is an element of trusting where this is going and allowing yourself to immerse into the experience of where you're being carried to without being worried that you'll drown in that mm-hmm. sense. Because I feel like there's some real abilities and things that have been a part of who you are that have been put to the side at some level and have not really, really taken the forefront uh, in mm-hmm. your life in that sense. And those are coming to surface. You're being maneuvered um, in the best possible sense. And I'm hearing that you need to trust in the larger um, dynamic of where you're being taken. I'm getting that you have abilities in that sense in terms of your perceptions and intuition as well, too, that are very strong in that way. I'm almost sort of getting a feeling that there's a part of you that can sense trends or you can sense the way things are potentially going. And I feel like that's also coming up to surface in that sense to find a way to be used beneficially, if that makes sense. Oh, good, yes. That does make sense. Yeah, Um, you know... You know, there may also be, um, you know, like the the water thing can also be an element of cleansing as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, that's that's what I'm getting about this. So you're being kind of taken somewhere, and you're to kind of trust in that process in that sense. I feel like a lot of synchronicity around you along the way. Oh, good. Okay. Well, paying attention to the signs, exactly. Okay? Okay. Great. Uh, Thank you. I'd like to make more comments about this, but I'm going to have to cut it short because I'm going to get to my last caller and then answer a couple of chat room questions. But thank you for calling in. Great question. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Very nice. Okay. I'm going to take one more call, and I'm going to answer these two questions in the chat room here. Hey, 626, how are you today? Hi. How are you, Jim? Good. Who am I talking to? This is Vicki. How are you today, Vicki? I am doing good. Thanks for taking good, my call. Good, good. We got a couple minutes for a question or comment, so fire away if you got something to ask. Okay, so my question or well, I do have a question. Well, um, I attempted to break up with my boyfriend a few days ago, and again, he didn't want to break up, but he's not giving me clarity on where this is going, and I just wanted to know what do you feel is going to come up for this for us like what is the what what, did did you did you break up with him well yeah it was yeah my end yeah okay i i feel here's what i'm getting about this boy this is coming fast and furious i pulled a rune stone for you and it came up constraint reversed um you know you have reason to be angry uh and bothered so i I, i'm getting that I'm, i'm to validate and tell you that it's okay that you were annoyed in that sense mm-hmm. um, with a number of things. Uh, I feel like, you know, I, I kind of feel like it's really interesting that, they, you know, you sometimes have a tough time being aggressive in situations because I feel like there's a party that's a little bit of a peacemaker. So I don't feel like this was easy for you. Does that make sense? Oh, it was hard. Yeah, it was yeah, totally I hard. Yeah, I really feel like it was tough. I was, like, so, shaking up, but I had to do it. Yeah, I I feel that's the case in that sense. What I hear in this is I feel like from his end, this has a lot to do with his need and recognition to be willing to um, repair in that sense. Um, I I feel like you need to pull back and let him um, come to a recognition of the things he is doing wrong and are not healthy in that sense. And the good news is I feel like in some, some areas he will um, come to that recognition. But I feel like there's a couple of things that are still blocked up. 
and you have a right to hold your ground in that sense. Um, he needs to, uh, I feel like he needs to prove worthiness again. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And I know timing is tricky, but do you feel when he will, you know, like reach out and finally get out of his shell and open up to me and, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know what, I I feel like, you know, I don't think you were doing this to sort of purposely maneuver in a negative way. I think that you had to, that that what went down here was an element of self-protection. In that sense, mm-hmm. otherwise you might have had to strangle him, and I say that humorously, but I think you know what I mean in that sense. Yeah. But I feel like um, I'm hearing by the end of the summer a lot of this is resolved. I feel like there will be contact and dialogue, but that you're to um, maintain a position of not being together unless you see changes in the healthiest possible mm-hmm. way, and I feel like you will see some. So I feel like what I'm hearing is it's a time of repair in that sense. Yeah. But I am hearing that he will want to do some of the repair. Give him a little period where he might be kind of irritated with you because he projects yeah. that you're the bad one now, you know. He, but that won't that last what long. Is he's upset with me right now? Yeah, he's well, like, it, it is because you, I, I feel like because you broke up with him and because you called him on certain dynamics. So, yeah, it I, had to happen. You would be stubborn. Yeah, you'd be much madder at yourself had you not done that. Oh my God! It took me a lot of strength to even yeah, do that. Yeah, I, I know like, it did. I feel yeah, I feel like it's not your thing. So I mean, if I felt like you were being overly aggressive, I'd tell you. I, I think you had no choice. You had to. Yeah. But I do see some repair coming. I feel like there is love here, but you need to be single in that sense for a bit and let him and see what you see. And that will be yeah. a help here. Okay? Okay. Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, I could probably talk more on this subject, but I'm going to have to uh, cut the <laughs> cut the call. Okay. I want to get to these other two questions. Can I stand the line very to much listen to the rest of your show? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if I if I let you go here, you're still online. So absolutely, please Thank do. You. And, and tune in any time and, and, and all that good stuff. Thank you. Great. Right. You're welcome. Okay, I'm not going to take any more calls. I want to answer... Uh, thank you for all of those calls. Let me answer both these questions because I see a couple of patient people and we're going to have to do this kind of fast. One love five five five. Let's see, you are still with us, are you not? Uh, let's see, making sure you are. Yes, very patient, very patient. Okay. So, uh, okay. One love five 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 asks, I am in an awkward moment now with my boyfriend. What do you feel the next move is for us? When do you feel he will call me next? I'm getting. Um, I want to say like three or four days, so it's not far off for the next contact point in that sense. I keep hearing that he's trying to um, maneuver you too. It feels like there's a little bit of a standoff at this point, but what I'm hearing is there is still love here in that sense, and uh, there is still more to come in that sense. But in answer to your question, yeah, I hear like three or four days, but you'll understand what I mean about how he's trying to maneuver you. This is kind of a funny reflection back and forth to each other because you're sort of pushing and trying to maneuver each other at the same time in that sense. Uh, and uh, th- But I, I get there's movement in a couple of days. It, you'll, there's contact in a couple of days. There's movement about a week, a week and a half. Um, so uh, my suggestion in that sense is to kind of pull energetically uh, back and be open to a, a diplomatic uh, compromise, and in answer to your question, yes, he will be the one to contact you. So I don't think you have to do anything here. A uh, couple days. Okay, awesome question. Uh, let me answer this last one here real quick. Uh, you're very welcome, 11555. Okay, patient, bluesy G. I only got a couple of minutes here. 
Lizzie G asks, Jim, can I get an oracle card pulled for me? Aquarius, sun, Taurus, moon, cancer rising. Interesting conversation. I'm going to have to make this my last answer to question, guys, because we're going to run out of time here on the um, show, so you'll have to catch me up next time, but I am going to answer this last question here. All right, let's see. So for Bluesy G. Okay, so here's the thing I'm getting. I pulled an angel card for you, uh, Bluesy G. It comes up the angel of innocence, which means there's a period now that you're going through where you're kind of meant to go through, <clears throat> excuse me, a forgiveness process. This is both with yourself and also with certain other people around you. The angel card that comes up is a card of innocence which means recognizing that no one's really at fault here. You know, I always like to say, I always like to use the proverbial joke when you're dealing with difficult people in past, present, or future, you know, even if someone's kind of an ass in that sense, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. It just means that you don't agree. You know, all people come from a place of wanting to do good, even though sometimes it doesn't seem like they do. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, there's a, a misperception on how something is played or done, thinking it's a benefit. I know I have a very, very good friend. She's in my chat room named Joanne who has dealt with a crazy mother who's constantly endlessly manipulative and uh, torturous. <laughs> That's how she knows what I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, as, as tough as it is to see, you know, whether she makes a decision to, to, you know, stay and deal with her mother in a personal way or not, you know, people are even bad when there is a, uh, you know, their, their intention is still good, even though it's a complete misperception in that sense. So, yeah, so you're mentioning, uh, Bluesy G is mentioning it's his son's biological father. So, you know, innocence is really a powerful thing to come to because it's also really, I think, a big part of this, guys, is to recognizing that it's ourselves, too. We often have that energy that about what I could have done, what I should have done, or what I did wrong. So let me read this real quick, and I want everybody to hear this, because this is probably applicative to everybody listening at some level for today. Uh, Angel card says, in a sense, she said, Beloved one, everyone is guiltless in truth, and no one can alter God's handiwork of perfection. Give us your feelings of heaviness so that we can lighten your load. Give us any guilt, any anger, or blame that may shroud your loving outlook. And enjoy the peace within your heart once more. Here's the key, guys. We, you know, we forgive people in that sense when we're wise, not to, to let them, we don't give them the get-out-of-jail-free card. Forgiveness is our get-out-of-jail-free card. It's a very heavy thing to carry, uh, you know, when we feel that anxiety toward another human being in that sense. So that's why we get rid of it. Here's my little mantra to give everyone who's dealing with, with uh, minor or major torture <laughs> right now in that sense. Here's the mantra, guys. I'm willing to release the part of me that's irritated when I think of you. We're about the situation. Just the release of that, that part. That's the key in that sense. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to do any of those things. That's the key here. So I hope that's a big help for you, Bluesy G, because I really feel like this is a clearing process that you're going through. I feel like a lot, almost everybody that called in today has got that going on. Always remember this, guys. When a clearing process happens and we repair and we fix something, it means we've opened new ground so that we can be uh, we can we can have more positive energy in our life and create new things. So that's why we do it. And yeah, uh, you know, comments uh, from uh, One Love Five Five Five. Yeah, the reason I don't like to use the word psychic guys is because it implies the idea of taking the power away from you and your creation of your reality. I'm intuitive. I can predict things usually pretty well, but I don't like to be that the primary thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so thank you, One Love 555. You always make awesome comments. And uh, Blue CG, um, 
And uh, Bucci writes about his son's biological father. Yep, he abandoned us while I was in labor with our son, and I have to forgive him. Absolutely, because that will open up some really powerful doors in that sense. That's the key, guys. Don't let someone, you know, if somebody craps on you, um, you don't let them crap on you again. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you can have a boundary and say, no, you don't get to do that again. But we don't, we don't want to hold on to the anger, and that's the key element here. So it seems like we're all in the same boat, because I had a problem with a company recently that just screwed me over. And uh, I wanted to strangle them, too. But anyway, I didn't, and I'm holding my ground, you know, all that good stuff. Okay, show's running out. We only got about 40 seconds here. So I thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Always great to have comments. I love all your questions. I always want to get to more of them. We will have uh, – I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in Vegas next week, so no show. But then the next two weeks, three weeks, we've got Thursday shows. And I always remember the last two shows of the month are – all about you guys, your personal questions, your comments, your topics of discussion. So, boom, that's a good time to call in for those. Um, and then uh, the week after, I have a special reader who will be on, and you'll be able to ask her questions. She's a psychic and a Ventura reader. Anyway, Jim Ventura, thanking you for tuning in. If you're not already on the mailing list, sign up. Get that information on the site and sign up for uh, my monthly column, and you can get personal sessions at any point if you just call in, and we'll set you up for that. Thank you for tuning into Snake Oil Radio, and we will catch up with all of you next time. Uh, awesome show and awesome guests. Thank you much, guys. Peace. <laughs>